Hello and welcome to the July 2022 edition of the What's On Reading podcast, the first heatwave edition, recording this on the hottest day of the year so far. So we are taking advantage of the kind hospitality and crucially air conditioning of the Biscuit Factory, um, which is Reading's wonderful new cinema and the event space. All sorts of stuff goes on here, including, it would appear, the recording of the What's On Reading podcast. And we have chosen this venue uh, because of our guest for reasons that will become apparent as we talk later on. And our guest this month is a man I've known for many, many years. The man behind Club Velocity, it's Sid. Say hello, Sid. Yeah, hello. We're going to talk about what you've got coming up. We're going to talk about your picks of other things coming up, editors' picks of things coming up as well. But first, before we look forward, we're just going to look back a little bit because the weekend just gone was Ready Pop Festival, and you and I were both in attendance at various points. Uh, You probably more so than well. There's no problem about it. You were there. I was there all three days. Yes. What did you think? (laughs) Is the short question. I thought it was really, really good. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Obviously, they got maybe lucky with the weather, but uh, it was very well attended. It was very busy. There was lots of kids. There was lots of things to do. Uh, musical highlights. Grandmaster Flash was phenomenally amazing for a, a man in his 60s just playing records. <laughs> <laughs> but he was highly entertaining. He, I would highly recommend him if he ever comes anywhere back to Reading. Uh, locally, obviously, I'm raving about this guy called Tom Weber. He played a very good set. I saw uh, Pink Diamond Review, they were always good. I saw the Bit of Dupes, they were very good. So it was a mixture of match. Jesus Jones also on the Friday was very, very good. So I didn't see hardly, I didn't see much that I didn't like, and I thought it was a really good day. The amount of effort that goes into putting that thing on, and it's I think, yeah, I mean, again, as a promoter, that's what I do in Reading. I wouldn't, I could just imagine the amount of red tape and hassle and stress and you know like Sugar Hill Gang pulled out three days before so that's why Grandmaster Flash steps in the last minute that type of thing you know it's just so yeah my hat's off good luck to them and hopefully it just gets bigger and bigger so. it's it's an uncanny the amount of Absolutely. as you say the amount of effort that goes into that because you're not just putting on the event side of things no, you're totally putting on like the toilets putting on everything yeah, yeah insurance and keeping the council happy and blah 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 so keeping the council happy is arguably one of the most important and keeping, keeping the residents happy and as keeping well. the residents of Caversham happy and yes. blah 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 exactly. yeah, uh, totally. yeah. but yeah I really really enjoyed it as a person who goes to a lot of shows yeah I mean hats off and I thought it was really good so. yeah I only managed to make it down on the, the Sunday but what I saw was was fantastic. Badly drawn boy was. Yeah, he was. was good. Ig- ig- I don't know he could wear that hat in that hoop. So. I know, I know. <laughs> that's what I was thinking through most of it. But but I guess it, that's his figure. He's probably bald or something. I don't know. But it's, it, it, it was that kind of. Sometimes you, you you just get that perfect combination of the type of music and the time of day Absolutely, and what yeah. everyone is feeling like at that yeah. point. And it, it was very, very hot on the Sunday when it, it was very yeah. hot. And he still had to wear his beanie hat. So. Yeah, I'm sure he's regretting wearing that back in Maybe 2002 or whenever it was <laughs> that he first started wearing it. Um, <laughs> enough about Ready Pop. And now about Club Velocity. So for the, the, for the purposes of our listeners who may or may not have heard of Club Velocity, despite the fact you've been doing this, for nearly 20 years nearly now. Nearly 20 years, yeah, 20 so, years next year. So um, just just tell our listeners who, who what Club Velocity is. Uh, Club Velocity is uh, a gig night. I guess it's my promotional sort of tag, and I put gigs on it ready. Before COVID, I was doing a lot, a lot, a lot of gigs, and obviously then COVID hit. But I think this year we're probably about 20, 25. So, uh, yeah, it's a good couple of gigs a month. Yeah. You know, and yeah, you totally, yeah. back up to that. and um, Yeah, it's a mixture of, like, I guess, bands that people know, and then a mixture of local stuff. 
everything else in the middle, really. At the moment, I promote the Face Bar, Chatham Street, and the Rising Sun Arts Centre on Silver Street, which I have been there literally for 19 years. Occasionally, Sub 89, and then I've started doing a thing here at the Biscuit Factory. And that's, that's very interesting, and that was going to be my next well, question. Okay, is, is, <laughs> why are we here? And, and it's not a gig, is it? No, but it's still very heavily music-related. Uh, it's an idea that my friend Nigel had in the pub, and then we thought... We re- I generally love this place, because I think I was their first ever paying punter. Well, the, the next day after it opened on Friday, because I was the only person watching a film on Friday at midday. <laughs> and I politely had to go and tell them to press a button, because it just wasn't happening. <laughs> they said it will start at quarter past 12, and it's like half 12, and it's like... Okay, something's not happening here. So I had to go and ask them. They go, oh, yeah, you're right. So, But yeah, I generally love this place. I even gave them some money with that crowdfunding thing and blah, blah, blah. So when we had this idea, we thought, yeah, we should do it at the Biscuit Factory. So the idea is, anyone a fan of music, this guy called Joe Meek, there is a ready connection with Joe Meek because one of the guys that used to write songs for Joe Meek, Joe Meek was a producer during the 50s and 60s. He's quite radical in the way he recorded because he used to call above a, a bag shop in Islington. But anyway, there's a Reading guy called Jeff Goddard. He used to write songs for him. And then after it all sort of went, as his showbiz, they all fell out. Uh, Jeff used to work at Reading Uni for 30 odd years in the canteen. And at Christmas, he'd play the piano. <laughs> but anyway, there's another thing with the Joe Meek thing. There's these quite famous tea chest tapes. And they finally come out of copyright in, again, during COVID, like 2020. So after 50 years, the copyright doesn't really exist anymore. So a record label called Cherry Red bought all these tapes. It's like 4,000 tapes of unreleased Joe Meek stuff, which includes early Bowie, early Tom Jones, uh, Jimmy Page, everyone. So anyway, a friend of a friend, well, a friend of Nigel's, knows this guy called Alan Wilson, and his job for the last two years has been taking the tapes from analog to digital, because whatever he does, he's one of the few people in the world who have to bake the tapes and then get it onto digital. So he's been doing that for two years because it's taken him hours. So we thought, yeah, that'd be cool. So Alan's going to give a talk about that because he's the only person who's heard 4,000 tapes. Yeah. And then we were going to show the film Telstar, which is the film about... The life of Jeremy. Which has not been shown in a cinema for probably 15 years. It's been on Netflix and BBC and stuff. And that, I mean, that... It's like a who's who of British actors. I mean, it's got James Corden in it, Ralph Little... People like uh, Justin Justin Hawkins from The Darkness. He's playing Screaming Lord Such. Like Screaming he? Lord Such. Yeah. But it's a really, really good film, and we thought it'd be a good idea. And uh, yeah, it's just like another music thing, and it's not a gig, as you say, but because this place, I think, yes, yeah, it's independent, and it, it's just something slightly different. And it, if it works, it works. I think it will work. People are traveling from far and wide. So. It's, it's definitely a, an attraction because this is a unique opportunity totally. to it's talk a, about. Yeah. And if uh, you're into Joe Meek, like you're really into Joe Meek. Yeah. I mean, there's a Joe Meek Appreciation Society, there's a Joe Meek magazine. Actually, the guy that edits the Joe Meek magazine actually lives in Fatram, which I didn't know until a few months ago, so he's coming. And it's such a unique part of, of British pop, culture, pop, yeah, pop totally, music yeah. history. You know, the Tornadoes, Telstar was the first number one in America and the UK. But yeah, you know, he was, the way he recorded was radical, and it's still hear it now in modern day pop music. So. 
And that's coming up Saturday the 16th. That's Saturday the 16th, yeah. Um, it starts at 6 o'clock. At the Biscuit Factory. At the Biscuit Factory. Maybe we should talk more about your, your regular gig, yeah, which yeah, is, of course, yeah, yeah. gigs. Is and, gigs yeah. and who else have you got coming up then? Uh, at the end of July, we've got a band called The August List who have not played for two and a half years because of COVID. As we, I think anyone who knows, if you've ever seen The August List, they are phenomenal. They are absolutely phenomenal. They are phenomenal. Uh, they should be a lot bigger than they are, but hey-ho, that's show business sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's at the Rising Sun Arts Centre with two local faves, Eat Daddy Eat, and as loud as a mouse who are sort of new, youngish, university sort of punk rock band, I guess. And that's on July the 29th at the Rising Sun Arts Centre. Excellent. And of course, we've got all your upcoming gigs on What's On Reading. Absolutely. So you can, uh, and I also, I mean, I'm really positive, I think next year's potentially going to be a really good year. I mean, I've already booked two more gigs for next year. So. Well, we, uh, we wait with bated breath to see what you've got Yeah, totally. booked. Because um, there have been some surprises of, of some of the stuff you've announced for, for this year. Uh, Spiz Energy came out of oh yeah, that was, came that out was, of left field. That was it? really easy, actually. <laughs> it's like a friend of a friend. We get approached by all over people. and I guess because me and Nigel have been around the block a few times and then people just approach you and it's like, yeah. So that was really easy to sort out. Well, that's what you've got coming up that's what I've got coming up but what else is there that's coming up that has caught your eye well this Friday which is July the 15th at the Castle Tap public house there's a, a bunch of uh, old punks I guess called the Country Moans and they do the Ramones covers in a country style and it, it does sound a lot a lot better live than it probably does on paper but <laughs> they are very good I mean, they must be so good that they've been bought to play Rebellion, which is probably the biggest European punk festival early August in Blackpool. So, that's yeah, that that's that's a marker of. of, of but no, they are good. I mean, I've bought them a few times, and uh, it does work. It does work. And there's about eight in the band, or so. It's just all a bit ramshackle. Ramshackle. That's a good word. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but it does work, though. Anything else? July the twenty-third, Aswad are coming to play Prospect Park. That's the Summer Love Festival. Yeah, which is so I have no idea who's putting that on. Uh, I guess it's outside promoters. It, 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 uh, I know from, from uh, dealing with them to get it on the site, yeah, they're a London-based promoter. And Fair this enough. Their first, first thing in, in Reading, and it's a big yeah, festival I, of, of reggae and Caribbean music yeah, and culture. And, and the and tickets are pretty cheap, and I think kids go free. Or well, some kids go free. I've never known anything to happen in Prospect Park, and I live quite near Prospect Park, so... Yeah, that's cool. I mean, it's great. I can presume yeah. the powers that be have given the fub, well, obviously, they've given the fubs up. Yes. It's, so, uh, yeah. you know, if things like that could happen, yeah, that's cool. I mean, like Aswads growing up in the 80s and 90s, they were huge, weren't they? They were hits and everything. They were huge. And yeah, it's it's something genuinely different. It's Yeah, it's, I think it's selling really well from what I believe. So. Last time I checked, and, you know, this may change depending on what point in the month you're listening to the podcast. There were only 200 tickets left. Yeah, I've seen that. As well, um, yeah. So yeah. I don't know how many it holds. It must be a few thousand, surely. I would. I would. I mean, it's I a would, big park. It's I a big park. I walk around that park. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite surprised nothing's ever happened there before, to be honest. But yeah. I mean, I think that's really good. More the merrier. So I presume they want to come to Reading. They must have done their homework. Must have done. Also on Thursday the 21st at 20 on South Street is a new jazz collective. The, uh, the Rich Meehan Trio. I'm glad you said that because I couldn't say Meehan. Which they actually did approach me for a gig and they sent me some music and I, I really enjoyed it. I must put my hands up, I'm no jazz connoisseur. But I thought it was pretty cool. And also it features Paul Glover on drums who some people might know because he used to be in a band called Pure Reason Revolution. 
Yeah, that's that's a throwback, isn't it? It's still going though. <laughs> uh, well, pop without Paul, but without still yes. So yeah, I would have thought that's quite cool, and I think that's probably their first. I, they paid. They, gig. Yeah, they played they, the retreat. They've done a thing at the retreat, but, but uh, I think you have to pay to get into this one, which I'll, you should have to pay to go to gigs. That's definitely a, a smorgasbord of very totally. different music. But there is, though, isn't there? There's always lots of good stuff happening in radio. You sometimes just have to shout a bit louder. Indeed. Obviously, apart from your website, which is fantastic. So. Well, that's 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 our attempt to shout as totally. loud as possible to as many people as possible, and uh, I think it's working. It is working. Totally. <laughs> so those are your picks. Thank you very much. Uh, my picks, uh, I think, uh, Progress Theatre are back in the Abbey Ruins for their annual summer open-air theatre. Normally it's Shakespeare, this year it's Dickens and it's Great Expectations and uh, I was going to try and make a ter terrible pun about how I have Great Expectations for it but I, I will not dignify that with, uh, with a pun. Well, so, great Expectations actually caught this shot as well. So. Yes, yes it is, it's close to a refurbishment but I'm not sure that's, that's really relevant. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, it is because we drink in there. <laughs> <laughs> Their summer open air theatre is always fantastic, and, and switching from from Shakespeare to Dickens promises to to just kind of give it that little bit of uh, a, a, just a, a different spark, I think, and uh, different. I was going to say expectations, and I'm trying not to, but I think it's going to be a wonderful show that runs from the 20th to the 30th of July. Same weekend as, as Summer Love Festival is the Marvelous Festival. But that's, that's for the full weekend, the Saturday and the Sunday, and that's at Dinton Pastures, and that is a festival of tribute acts. Very popular festival. Very popular festival, and they've got everything from the Blues Brothers to the Rat Pack to Adele, Katy Perry, Foo Fighters, Queen. So basically, if you've liked any music from the past <laughs> 70 years, there will be some of it being performed by excellent tribute artists that weekend at Dinton Pastures and uh, that's a great uh, event for families as well, much like Ready Pop was. It's familiar I guess so, and, and very sort of accessible as opposed to I'm not going to say some music festivals aren't but you know you've got to like a certain type of music and, and but this is something that's you know a bit more it's about more than the music it's about the experience. Absolutely. Just on top of that, my other kind of, which is sneaking into the early part of August, we have the Reading Mellor, which is the big celebration of, sort of South Asian culture in Palmer Park. And that's on Sunday the 7th, and that will have lots of wonderful music and dancing and stalls and activities and a great way to embrace all the, the, sort of the Indian and South Asian culture in Reading. Again, it's for everyone. It's uh, celebrating the culture, but you don't have to be part of that culture to join the celebrations. So, yes, quite a smorgasbord totally. of, of picks for the coming weeks. Lots going on. So much more going on that you can find on the What's On website. So all that remains for me to say is thank you to Sid for joining us this month. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you to the Biscuit Factory for hosting us this month. And thank you for listening this and every month. And if you want to make sure you do listen every month, don't forget to subscribe. And uh, we'll be back next month with another podcast. Bye.